I'm Amina Zena, and you're listening to the Stay Fit, Stay Lit podcast. If you're ready to take your fitness, your body, and your life to the next level, then this is the place to be. And I'm so excited you're here, so now let's begin. Fear stands for face everything and rise. So one of my worst fears came true in 2017. I actually broke my foot while I was living in New York City. I was teaching a class in the middle of Times Square every Monday for like eight years. I taught this class at 1215 in Times Square and it was called Diesel. So it was this super high intensity interval training type of class. Lots of squats, like push-ups and jumps and burpees and all that sort of stuff. And I was teaching the class and somebody dropped one of their weights and I didn't see it. It rolled behind me and I tripped and fell on my foot in the middle of the class. I tried to get up and walk on it. I couldn't put any weight on it. It felt literally, I don't even know how to describe the pain, but it was a 10 out of 10 on the pain scale. It just was so painful. I tried to teach the class sitting down, but it was so bad that I just had to, I had to stop the class. And I have never, that was the first and last time I have ever had to just like not finish my class. There was only 10 minutes left anyways, but that was the first and last time, okay, in my 11 years of teaching classes and being a trainer, that only happened once. And I broke my foot teaching a class called Diesel, which looking back, that's pretty cool, right? <laughs> like, yeah, that's Diesel, okay? So I broke my foot and one of the trainers at the gym had to pretty much carry me to a cab. At the time, I was living in a fifth floor walk-up, so I had like I had a 60-pound backpack on for my European crowd. It was about 30 kgs on my back. Had to hop up five flights of stairs on a broken foot, okay? Obviously, I wasn't hopping on my broken foot. I was hopping on my right leg, which was my leg that was strong. But that right there taught me, I was like, yo, fitness isn't just about looking cute, okay? That's some real life shit right there, okay? How many of you would be able to hop up five flights of stairs if you broke your foot? You know, that's a pretty good question. You got to ask yourself, are you ready for something like that? Hopefully it doesn't happen to you, but that's why you train. You got to stay ready because life can change in a second, y'all. Life is always changing. It's the one thing that stays the same. So when I broke my foot, I was really scared because I was like, wow, I'm not able to defend myself. And when you live in New York, you get some crazy thoughts going on in your head. You're constantly like, yo, I got to stay ready to fight. I got to stay ready to run. And you kind of do. There's been plenty of times when I was living in New York, I kind of had to run away from somebody. Like, I'm not even trying to sound crazy, but New York is crazy like that. Like, you will have to run away from somebody. There's going to be some sort of strangers trying to start fights with you, trying to put their hands on you, and you can be the coolest, chillest person ever. You can be the type of person that doesn't attract any drama, that keeps it super cool. There's just so many people in New York. There's so much anxiety and tension and craziness that... You know, with 12 million people in such a small place, you're bound to run into it sometimes. So there's been scenarios in my life where I've had to like run away from guys walking towards me, chasing me, following me, whatever. I've had to, you know, de-escalate situations with crazy people, women even, trying to start fights with me. Like one time I was literally standing on the street corner waiting for a cab and this woman just came up to me and she was just threatening to cut my face and do all this stuff. Like real talk. New York is where professional criminals go. So not to scare you, but at the same time, you got to really, really, really be ready. There's gangs, there's people with knives and, and all sorts of stuff everywhere. Like, I wish it wasn't like that. I wish humanity could unite and not be afraid of each other. That's something I don't get. Like, I'm not afraid of other people. That's another reason I did well in New York City. You can 
you know, threaten me and finesse me, I'm still not afraid of you. I know for a fact I run faster than you. I know for a fact I'm physically stronger than you. That's why I train so hard so that I would never have to feel fear, especially against somebody else. Now, let's be real. If there's some guy that's like, you know, 220 and he's like an athlete, yeah, he could probably beat me up or whatever, right? Obviously, I'm not saying I'm physically the biggest and strongest person. And at the same time, I've trained so that I could stay ready for those sort of scenarios. I don't like to think about it happening, but yo, you you better be ready, right? You better be ready. And I was ready. I was ready to actually hop up those five flights of stairs. I was ready to finally level up in my life. I think I was afraid for so long to actually take my business online. You know, I was years actually before I went online with my personal training business. I had tried other online businesses. I was a YouTube partner. I had other online avenues going on. I just didn't take them serious for whatever reason because I didn't need to, right, until I did. So... 2017, 2018, it was, uh, it was in the fall of 2017. So by 2018, I decided, yo, I need to go online with my fitness training. I need to be able to work without my physical body, right? For so long, I had been relying on my physical body. And even during that time, I was still going to DJ gigs, but I was propping my foot up on a chair. I wasn't able to go to the gym. And that's also what made me realize, like, as much as I love the party life, I love DJing. I see myself as a musician and it's something I love to do. I also love the fitness. I, I don't want to live a life where I would just be partying and just doing shows. I also wouldn't want a life where I was just doing workouts and working with, you know, clients. Like, I love the balance of having both. So I also learned that, that, you know, sometimes people may not understand your lifestyle and they don't have to. You're the only one who has to understand it. And at that time, I was like, yo, I broke my foot. The healthcare system, they never sent me a cast. Even though I had ordered one, I paid for one, they never sent me a cast They never sent me a boot. So I was pretty much on my own trying to figure out natural remedies for my foot. And that's also what got me into more manifestation, right? I have always been a believer in manifestation as far as you can make things happen in your mind. And I feel like we all know this. It's just that as we become more aware of ourselves and as we become more aware of our own powers, we become better at manifesting. It becomes more clear that we are able to do this. So when I was a kid, things would happen that seemed like, whoa, I was just thinking about that. I can't believe it happened. I I would somehow get opportunities that seemed too good to be true, like internships or, you know, scholarships or whatever. I would randomly always find a way to get enough money or to win whatever I needed to win to get what I wanted. And I didn't realize I was manifesting at the time. So by the time I broke my foot, I was very aware that whatever you put your mind to, you can create. And I knew I had to heal my foot. I knew I had to heal it fast. So the gym at the time, I don't want to say too much, but I broke my foot and it ended up being a lot of drama. I had to sue the company that I was teaching the class at and I ended up winning because they were denying me my sick pay, right? I had worked there for about seven years at that point, six, seven years And I had had, you know, like 800 hours of sick pay racked up and I never used it because I had never been sick. I'm, I don't really believe in getting sick every now and then, you know, I'll get like a headache or something, but overall I don't take prescriptions. I don't get sick. I don't really have any pre-existing anything. I don't have, I really don't have anything. And it's not to brag or to make you feel bad if you do. It's just that I've never had to take pills. I've never had any sort of prescription and 
I guess that's just not really what I want out of my life. So I'm keeping it that way. And yeah, at that time, you know, I had to pretty much sue the company. And that was also just very taxing mentally. I was like, why aren't you just paying me my sick pay? You know what I mean? Like, this is a multi-million dollar company in the middle of Manhattan. And I obviously won the lawsuit because, yeah, I won it. The court was like, yeah, you guys should have paid her her sick pay. And then they ended up paying like three times what I was asking for. But the point is this, is that when you feel fear, it's a good sign that you need to face it. I was feeling fear around breaking my foot. I was feeling fear around not being able to have my body to work because I knew I was supposed to start my online business once and for all, right? I was feeling fear around suing the gym because I knew they were wrong and I thought, wow, this could end up being messy, but I had to do the right thing because there's so many corporations and companies out there mistreating their employees, right? There are so many people out there that don't have the opportunity to stand up and have their voices heard. So I have to do that, right? Like it's crazy. I feel like in America, even in just society, maybe even in Europe, a lot of times there's this victim blaming thing. Like if you're the victim of something, now you're somehow the bad guy. And I felt like, wow, because I have to go out of my way to sue this gym. I don't want people at this company to think I'm this or that. And you know what? That's a fear I had to face. Nothing happened to me in the company. As a matter of fact, once I stood up for myself, I started getting bigger opportunities. I started getting a raise, I started getting asked to do more. So sometimes the things we fear are the things you need to move towards. And even in fitness, you might be afraid to do a box jump or maybe you're afraid to do a pull-up or maybe you're afraid to go to the weight floor for the first time. Maybe you're afraid to go to your first group fitness class. Maybe you're afraid to step on the scale or take a progress picture. Whatever you're feeling fear, you should face it, not run from it. You should face it because you're gonna become braver and stronger in the long run. See, at the time when I broke my foot, I had to heal it naturally. I had to manifest a result. It's not normal to heal your foot within two or three months, but I did. I was taking bone broth. I was going and getting red light therapy. I was doing really unorthodox treatments that, yeah, everybody was telling me I was a fool. I went to three different doctors. I I literally went out of my way to study how bones work. I went out of my way to study how inflammation in the body works and how muscles and ligaments and tendons are all connected to the bone and how it all works. I went out of my way to research and it made me a better trainer as a result. I had to go to physical therapy and I learned so much that I'm helping with my clients now. Like I'm able to use a lot of what I learned in physical therapy to really help people have their own breakthroughs and their own healing. So sometimes when you're feeling fear, it's a good sign that you're about to catapult into the next level of your life. Because I broke my foot and it was really scary at the time and it was really painful and a lot of things seemed to have fall apart, right? A lot of things seemed like they were falling apart, but they were actually coming to better together a lot stronger, right? And because I had time on my hands, because I wasn't able to go to the gym, I got a lot more done in my music life. I got a lot more, you know, done creatively. I started getting better DJ gigs. So it was like everything is a ripple effect, And sometimes things don't make sense until you look back and connect the dots. I think Steve Jobs said that, and that really resonated with me because sometimes we're going through something and you can't quite understand it right now. And then you look back and it all makes sense. And looking back, me breaking my foot was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Now it's a fun, cool story. 
Now I have a time when I can look back and remember when I was just crazy strong, having to hop up five flights of stairs on one leg, having to live my life on one leg for months, having to stand up to a big multi-million dollar corporation on my own, right? Having to just live in New York, having to find a new way, having to start an online business and making it work. And I've made it work at this point. I've been online with my personal training business for almost three years. I've been in business for a total of 11 years going on 12. So yeah, it's been a really fun ride in this whole fitness adventure. So I just want to talk about fear. And sometimes when you're fearing something, whenever your dominant thought is on is what you're going to manifest. And fear is such a dominant thought, right? Fear and love are super strong, powerful emotions. I feel like love is the highest frequency and fear is the lowest. And low-hanging fruit is a lot easier to reach than the high-hanging fruit, right? So that's why a lot of times people are stuck in a low vibration. They're stuck in a fear vibration. And whatever you think about the most is what you attract, right? And I was just remembering, like, I was always afraid that one day my perfect little situation would come crashing down or like, how long could I sustain this, right? I remember thinking that all the time, just being in the gyms of New York, running around in the nightclubs in New York. And I'm like, how long can I really sustain this? Am I going to be able to do this exact lifestyle for 20, 30, 40 years? And the answer was no. And I was running away from the answer until it just hit me in the head until my foot was broken, until I had no choice but to sit there and come up with another way of doing my my business. And at this point in time, I still go out and I teach classes, all right? I still do that, but my training, my one-on-one coaching, I took that online, and it's crazy too because it actually works a lot better for my clients. Now, again, I think that when you need somebody to adjust you, there's a time and place for that. There's a time and place for having a physical trainer, a physical therapist. I've just learned that for the most part, for 99% of people, online training is definitely the way to go if you're looking to really level up your fitness. Because the thing is, is that I've worked with clients in person and there'd be some of my clients, I could be standing physically moving their body, holding their body into position as they're doing the exercise and they still do the form wrong. I've had clients that I work with in person I go into their phone for them and I like log their food and their exercise for them in their phone for them and they still don't maintain it. Whereas I have people I've met for two minutes in a DM become some of my best clients because at the end of the day, you have to have your own motivation. You have to have your own discipline and willpower. I'm just here to give you the system. I'm just here to help you tweak what you're already doing. And if you're not doing anything, there's no way to tweak nothing right? You have to be doing something for me to tweak it. So I've learned that at the end of the day, people are going to get what they want. And sometimes we just need the information to help us get there a little faster. You don't necessarily need somebody in person helping you get into the right form because I can look at your form over FaceTime and tell you if it's right or not, right? So that's really what I learned is that whatever you think about the most is what's going to be coming to you. And fear is something that's super strong. So if you're feeling fear right now, notice it. Be brave. Like, what are you so afraid of? Are you afraid to have the conversation that matters? Are you afraid to actually try? I've learned a lot of times people feel afraid to try in fitness because they feel like, oh, if I try and I fail, that's just like really embarrassing. And the thing is, is that you could fail. 
that is what makes winning so great. I feel like that's something we have to talk about. I know that we can all win. I feel like human beings, we're not in competition with each other. It doesn't make sense really for us to be in competition. We need each other to co-create and to, to live together and, you know, create societies, create harmony amongst each other. We can be in slight competition, but I don't think we're in real competition for resources or anything. I think that's very barbarian. You know, I went to a museum this weekend in Amsterdam and it was about how the Dutch and the Spanish and the English used to get in these crazy boat fights in like the 1700s and the 1800s. And it was like, you know, people don't need to fight over resources. We've learned that. Okay. We've torn down enough towns and cities to really understand this, that if we work together, things happen a lot better, right? So as far as that goes, when I say that you can lose. It's not that you can lose against another human that you're competing with. It's just that you can lose against yourself. And that is a real fear. And that is something that keeps people from playing the game, right? It's like, there's that quote, it's like, don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. And yeah, you could strike out. The thing is, is that you're better off striking out because that's a step towards learning how to score the home run. See, the thing is, you're going to fail. It's inevitable. You can't actually avoid failure on the path to success. It's how you deal with failure that determines your level of success. Some people feel fear, they feel failure, and they don't do anything about it. And then they stay on whatever level they're on and they get worse because if you're not getting better, you're gonna get worse. You can only maintain for so long before the scale is gonna tip up or down, right? And if you don't try, if you don't take steps towards whatever it is you're afraid of, you're inevitably going to fail. And that right there is your self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're afraid of failure and you avoid the task because you're afraid to fail at the task, well, you fulfilled your prophecy. So whatever you think about the most is what you're going to get. So I say it's time to be fearless. I say it's time to really look at whatever it is that's caught you so caught up straight in the eye and change the way you see things because that's how you make things change in your life. You change your perspective. You change your outlook on things. I could have saw my foot being broken as devastating right? I could have listened to everybody else's advice about how long it would take to heal. I could have, you know, not sued the company. I could have let it slide. I could have said, hey, you didn't pay me my sick pay, but I'm fine. Doesn't matter. I made it work anyways. Or I could say, hey, no, you did something illegal and I'm not going to put up with it, right? Exactly. So you can do that in your own life. You can decide to go after what you really want. You can face your fear. You can do the thing you're afraid of while you're still afraid of it, you know? Like, you don't have to be great to start anything, but you do have to start to be great. And you have to stay consistent to stay great. So when it comes to fitness, when it comes to life, I want you to focus on what you really want instead of what you really don't want. Let's get our vibration to the highest frequency, which is love. What do you love to do? What lights you up? What's the outcome you actually want? That's what you should focus on because that's what you're actually gonna get. And as far as manifesting your results in fitness, Fitness is very tangible. You do have to do it. You do have to eat right. You do have to work out. You do have to sleep. You know, your fitness results are very physical and they're also mental. You get to decide how is my body shifting and shaping for the better. You got to visualize the results you want, whatever that means to you. Maybe it means creating a smaller waistline, building your arm muscles or running a marathon, being able to do three pull-ups. You got to see yourself doing it because when you believe it, in your mind, that's how you see it in your reality. Because thoughts are things. 
everything you do starts as a thought first. It starts as a belief. It starts as a feeling. So getting your mind right before you take action, getting your mind to where you want it to be. So that way in your physical world, you see the things you want to see. And that includes your body. So take action and also visualize. I think visualize, then take action and just repeat. Visualize, take action. Visualize, take action. Over and over again. I like to journal things. I know that when you write things down, it becomes real. And also, as far as the fitness stuff goes, taking progress pictures, taking your measurements so you know you have an idea of what you actually look like in pictures and you know where you are in your measurements, all right? You know how much, you know, wiggle room you got left. For me, I have a system based on numbers because numbers help you keep it logical, okay? Numbers help you keep things contained. So staying logical, knowing that you got to feel good, knowing that when you feel good, you do good. And yeah, that's what I want to talk about. So let me know if you're feeling this podcast. Let me know if you learned something from it, or maybe you just like to hear my story about how I broke my foot. I like to tell that story (laughs) because it's a crazy story. I feel like, I don't know. Other than that, I've done some pretty cool things, but As far as overcoming an injury, I haven't had too many injuries in the fitness space, I guess, because I train. You know what I mean? Like when you train, you prevent injuries. When you stretch, you foam roll, you prevent things. Other than that, I literally, I've been okay. Like, yeah, okay. I fell off my bike the other day. I scraped my knees. That's not really an injury though. That didn't really stop me from fitness. Nothing has stopped me from fitness. You know, nothing. I've always been working out, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, Yeah, staying healthy, staying fit is a lot easier than being sick all the time. You know what I mean? Both are hard. You got to pick your hard. Being in shape is hard. Being out of shape is hard. Pick your hard. So let me know if you're liking this podcast. Send me a DM on Instagram at AminaZena underscore fitness. Let me know what you want me to talk about next. Find me on youtube.com slash aminazina. I'm posting some workout videos. I'm posting some videos of me talking about stuff if you like that sort of thing. And yeah, if you like the podcast, give me a five star or whatever rating you think I deserve and share it with a friend. You know what to do. And until the next time, stay fit, stay lit. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you learned something useful and enjoyed what you listened to. And if you did, please feel free to take a screenshot of today's episode and post it in your Instagram stories. And be sure to tag me at AminaZena underscore fitness because I want to meet you and I want to shout you out. So thanks again. And until the next time, stay fit, stay lit.